Welcome to Healthline by Prudence Davis. I believe that a meaningful life is strongly influenced by our mental and physical well-being. My purpose is to inspire and help others to understand the importance of health in their everyday life. Whether it's related to mental pain, stress or physical challenges, it's especially the long-term changes that I find interesting. We'll be looking into how healthy habits and cognitive processes can be implemented in daily routines so you can be thriving and high on your own supply with help from the best experts around the world. Stay healthy, stay tuned. And welcome to the first episode of second season in Healthline, your hotline to health. Um, I'm beyond excited to start this uh, season with Josefine Roth from Nordic Strong, a nice, uh, kind soul I met last year, um, visiting her beautiful space, beautiful studio, uh, where everything is uh, just um, amazing, but also very Uh, heartwarming and nice to be in a really heartwarming and nice space you created um, I'm afraid to uh, <laughs> pronounce what it's called but it is um, a special training method and it's very very tough as well I loved it when yes. I was there so uh, welcome <laughs> to you Josefine thank you Thank you for being here. Thank, Thank you for taking your precious time out to <laughs> sit with me in this moment. Yeah, well, I'm very happy to be here. Me too. Um, yeah, and um, it's been wonderful to meet you too um, at our talks in Nordic Strong. Um, yeah, you've been you've been very helpful with um, you know talking to the people to in Nordic Strong that has you know listen to you when you've been talking about um you know self-help and yeah so nice thank you so much for yeah. that and thank you for the trust uh, and letting me in your beautiful community yeah. um before we talk more about northern strong i really want to know your purpose and why is that your purpose <laughs> <laughs> it's such a big question but yeah. um i think um My purpose in life is to be happy um, with myself and to love myself and doing whatever I need to do to do that. That's my purpose. Makes sense. And how did you come to that? Um, I think I um, I started um, to think that I need to be happy at a point where I was really low. And everything felt like it was, I mean, I was just so upset about myself and my life. And I didn't really see much meaning about what I did or um, anything that anything that happened in my life, good or bad. I just constantly felt like it was the same, like low. Um, and at some point I just... I just couldn't feel any happiness in my life and and I started thinking that I really needed to do something to change it otherwise I mean what else I mean this then there's no reason to be here if every day is just sad and yeah so um 
Yeah, I think I, I hit rock bottom, if you can say so. Um, and I felt like now now is the time. Um, so yeah, I, um, I started, well, I was at that point, I was um, working as an interior designer um, and I had my own company and I was solo um, in my company and also in my private life. And um, I think I was really just being lonely and that kind of made me upset and yeah, sad. Um, even though I had, you know, lots of friends and I was always doing something, I just, yeah, I just wasn't happy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, that was, that was the time where I kind of felt like I need to do it, do something, change something. And, and how long ago was that? Um, it's like four years ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. And was it, um... The, I'm always interested in hearing the shift, you know, the turning point. What what was it, you know, when you hit rock bottom? Yeah. What happened there? I um I was actually talking with my sister, who's also my best friend and my business partner. And yeah, like we have a very special bond. And... I was talking to her at a party and she started asking me what was up like and for the first time I told someone how upset I actually was and I think saying it out loud kind of helped me to understand how bad it really was. Yeah, um, because how was the symptoms of the loneliness and yeah, what were well, some of them? I was I was gaining a lot of weight mm -hmm. and i felt constantly tired and um i just didn't have energy for anything and um i would be crying when i woke up and crying going to bed and i couldn't really understand why or like explaining why it just happened um and then um yeah like i i was partying a lot. I was like going out. I was like not being healthy to myself and being good to myself. Um, so yeah, I um, that was that was how it felt. Like it, it, it just um, yeah, tired and upset and low energy and numbness. I kind of hear that also. Yeah, like just numbing. Yeah, as you say, with the lifestyle and the partying. Um, in the whole process of that, um, was there something in your lifestyle that's changed now that wasn't at that time? Yeah, I definitely have. Well, I I have more energy because mm. I think I have that because I I feel better, but also because I well I lost a lot of weight uh, at that time. Um, started training, eating more healthy. I mean, treating myself better. Um, going out less. I mean, there's lots of things that kind of goes together. Um, I I've always loved to be out in the nature, um, and at that time I just didn't do that. Um, yeah, I was just in Copenhagen all the time, um, and I mean that has changed a lot as well. So 
I mean, going for walks is something that I love. And I've always been running a lot. And now I, I, I run again, uh, which is, yeah, where I also get to come out and, and being with nature. That's so nice. And I think that for me is, again, a confirmation of how much the physical movement can do to your mental health as well. Yeah. And I'm really grateful that you're sharing this with us. But also, I really wanted to dive in uh, the part with um, also the loneliness in mm. a way. Like, uh, you know, that feeling of being surrounded by people who love you and you love, but not being able to be open about, you know, how you feel, mm. how, yeah, wh how was it for you at that time? And why, why were, were you not saying anything? Mm. I think I was, yeah. I was kind of embarrassed about yeah. how I felt and I, I've, I always felt like I was a strong person and someone who would help other people and you know um and and I've I've been lucky in so many ways um so I kind of I was also ashamed of the way I felt because I mean I had so much so how can I feel this way like I'm not really allowed to have that feeling that makes sense a shame yeah, yeah i totally understand there's a shame around it and mm. yeah and you know if you compare that's often what happens you know then we compare ourselves to others and mm. oh i'm i'm not in this you yeah, know like yeah. i wasn't yeah. you know I, no. like i have a good family yeah I have so many good friends yeah like i'm so lucky in so many ways mm. so i felt ashamed of of feeling the way i did i totally understand and it's It's so sad because, you know, there is no like, oh, you have to have this kind of pain to, you know, be able yeah, to, to yeah, allow to be, to be sad. Yeah. Or, you know, you yeah. have to have gone through a trauma or yeah, whatever. Something traumatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That has to trigger it. I think it's something that happens to all of us. I just think we don't talk about it. Also, yeah. when if it's not, you know, being triggered by a trauma, it, mm. it's just, you know, finding meaning in life yeah. can be a very big thing. And mm. some people search for it all their lives. Yeah. Um, but um, in terms of like your healing journey from there, Uh, you said the walks can keep you sane and, you know, mm. you have your things. But how was that transition for you, you know, coming from realizing, you know, when opening up that can also be healing? But how was your journey? Yeah. So yeah. I um, I started going to um, a therapist. Um, first, I went to one and it didn't really help me much because she kept on talking about my childhood And honestly, I don't feel like it was my childhood that had anything to do with how I felt at the at the at that time. Um, so I needed I needed to talk with someone that was more kind of in it right now, like the problem right now, and not so much going constantly back into. Um, so found another one, and she was much more on point too, like more asking me questions like so when you say you you feel upset today like what exactly is it like what is what's the trigger point today and slowly finding out um one of the issues that that was that was big was 
um, that I just didn't like myself the way I looked. Um, and I felt like I wasn't supposed to be that, like I, I, it, it wasn't me. So, um, and also, um, also my job, like I was lonely um, because I spent so much time on it and, um, and I needed to be surrounded by people and like, I love to be by myself and doing my own things, but I'm also a very social person and I, I need to, to be with people. It, it, it gives me energy. It doesn't drain me. Um, so yeah, those two things were probably the, the, like the, the big things that I needed to, to work on. So when I started off, like actually I stopped working and I didn't work for almost a year. Um, and at, in that time I only concentrated on, um, on being like losing weight, um, and st not that you have to be a certain way to like yourself, but I needed to not be looking and feeling the way I did at that time. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that helped me. So I, I I lost like I think like seventeen kilos or something uh, in half a year or a year. Like it went really fast because I just needed to get on with it. Yeah, and I think that's it's so funny because in in those situations, so often the physical part we focus on, right? Mm. But there's was also like a mental weight loss, you can say in a way, mm. because uh, you know healing is a big thing, and, mm. and getting into that transition, mm. and it's not linear, it's not you know, it's very dynamic as well, mm. and there are setbacks, and yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, you know also a year that's amazing that you're able to you know go into to that, but also very tough uh, mm. and very hard as well. Mm. Um, I really wanted to know a bit more about you know the self in image and also how you you made that transition to love yourself more. Yeah. Not only your body, but also <laughs> yourself, you know, yeah. yeah, when you're not in your best or uh, yeah. Um I started um I started uh, to meditate actually, and I do that every day now. Um because I've always been such an overthinker. So I overthink everything. And um yeah. Um I, so I after I started that journey, which is i mean it it all goes together but the but that is like a new part of me um which i love and um i mean i think i just learned to think about the like all the good things that i do and i mean really to like take it in every time something good in my life happens so if i'm you know, doing well, or if I'm like thinking, well, I'm so lucky that I'm healthy and that I have my family. Like I remember all those things and it, and, and I think meditation has really helped me S like starting to think better. Makes sense, way. yeah. The gratitude you have towards yeah. Yeah, everything, yeah. your mind mindset in yeah. a way changes. It makes totally sense. Yeah. And so also thinking that everything that happens in my life is good for me. 
So even though, I mean, now I also think that it was so good for me that I hit rock bottom because otherwise I would never have been here. Um, so I think like just thinking more positively about everything helps me. Um, and it sounds really cheesy. No, not at all. But um, but it really it really is important the way you think because thoughts, they come and go. But if you live through your thoughts, then you can, if your thoughts are bad, you will live a bad life. So you need to change the way you think. And, and you can do that by, for example, always saying that good things only come to me. Um, because they actually do. Um, so true. Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you. And it's, you know, it's, it's so interesting to hear how the physical part in your life played a big role also on your mental health. Mm. And I think that I'm really grateful that you're sharing that with, with us because we need more focus on the mental health. We need to focus more on not just being on a treadmill or, you know, uh, listening to music and, you know, we mm. need some more work with the mental part as well and our, our mindset as well. And mm. as you say, the quality of our life is only as good as our minds. So yeah. it makes totally sense. Um, so meditating as well, do you have something else, some rituals? It sounded <laughs> like a little prayer or something <laughs> in the morning, like good things come to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tend to write down, um, I don't, I don't get to do it every day, but Um, a few times a week, I write down the good things that are that are happening and what I want to happen. Um, and and sometimes I write down things that are upsetting as well. And then I can look back at it, and then su suddenly it's not sad anymore. And then um, I can feel happy about that. Um, Yeah, so um, writing down, yeah. Has also been, and what what about your everyday life now? Um, how is that for you, and does it make you happy? And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks like it, but it's, yeah. yeah. Mm. I am, I am in general really yeah. happy. Um, nice. I obviously have days that where I'm not as yeah. happy, but um, yeah, I, I, I've started to to really love my life and love myself. And when I um I've now that I work with Nordic Strong, um it's well we have colleagues and uh, it's a social life as well. I see my sister every day at so the office. Nice. Lucky. Yeah. Um so um so I'm I'm definitely much more happy in my general life now um and yeah i i really i really um try to always uh think about the um the good things in life so i can't really say that i'm not happy or like because I, no, i understand it's also hard because for me it's like um as you say it's a a wave comes mm. and goes yeah. and not go getting too attached as you say because then it can be like an, mm. 
a circle with overthinking and yeah. you know you think you can yeah. think your way out of yeah. things and your yeah. feelings and emotions yeah. uh, so it's just so nice to hear you know the consciousness you have around your life and that yeah. can bring happiness so it's mm. not only like you know wanting to be happy but also just being mm. uh, and also not being drawn by those you know bad emotions that come up and say you know they're actually yeah. here to maybe you know give me some learning insights or you know it's not you know good or bad but yeah just accepting the now that yeah. sounds amazing yeah um i really want to know more about nordic strong mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. uh, and you i have obviously met your beautiful sister she's also very strong very mm -hmm. <laughs> a yeah. nice candidate yeah. and and your your team and everyone that you selected to be there but what is the con concept and the training method um well it's uh it's it's the nordic um way of being i mean healthy so um it's it's i mean it's uh it comes from a, a cross country cross country uh skiing machine uh which is very nordic um and um and then it's the whole sort of way of living uh with cold plunges uh breath work um So that's really the concept. It's the Nordic health, um, and so the training is super hard. And my sister created the whole sort of um, training um, method. Method, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's really it's so good. Um, so I'm super super proud of her and what she's done with that. Um, and I've Uh, I'm the creative uh, part, so I um, designed the whole place. Very uh, beautiful. Yeah, and that it's very. Um, um, well, it's we wanted we wanted you like we wanted everyone to get the feeling of being in some place Nordic where it's um, it and it's that cold feeling where it's very rough and like if you're if you're in the mountains in Norway. And um, so where it's everything is so simple because life is simple. Uh, yeah. So it's all about like training, breath work and the cold plunge. So so we wanted the place to kind of give you that feeling. So that's why it's so, I mean, Nordic and simple in the atmosphere but it's still very luxurious because I also think that that's important when you come to a place and like we wanted it to be warm also so you feel welcome uh, because we're so into the whole society part um, um, because again like for me to train I need to, I need I need someone to, to be like should we meet for training and then the next day I'll be like oh, I can't be bothered but if I have an appointment with someone then I have to go <laughs> yes and then I also accountability exactly and that's and that's something that you get from a society um so that's why I also think it's very important to to have that so nice no but I in the beginning I said it was very heartwarming because I felt like as you say the people there are yeah. very heartwarming it's yeah. not like you just come in and you yeah. just do your thing it's like everyone is saying hello and smiling yeah. and 
yeah, and it's so talking. important for us that yeah. everyone that works in Nordic Strong they that they like to be there and they want to be there and then and that they f also like the training and I mean so they want to be part of it as something bigger not just a receptionist job or you know no it's like a movement but mm. I also feel like it's a nice um, you know method with working from your powerhouse you call a lot you know yeah. you have a strength and I've actually yeah. never gone skiing before but I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna go and train up to yeah. to my future because I think there is a lot of power in it yeah. especially also as women I think with the whole you know cardio you get the strength mm -hmm. while yeah. you are yeah, yeah so it's it's really a full yeah. body workout yeah. so really amazing is. yeah yeah so i'm i'm happy uh, also to uh, try and uh, be a little bit a part of that as well <laughs> <laughs> i will come i was also like okay i need to come back soon and yeah yeah well in. we can yeah. make an appointment yes, so, that's we, nice. so we both get to go <laughs> yes that's nice then we can just yes yeah do the but no but i think it's very nice and i think it's um, also a big part of you know life quality in itself mm. that you have some place you can tap into and also you know as you say it doesn't have to be work that's everything it's just also to have something on the side you know yeah. some people who are like-minded mm. that you can yeah you can tap into and meet and be inspired by as well yeah um, but how is your like right now your routine like what and also you know what would you recommend to someone because I I really feel it's a, a touching yeah. uh, episode right now so <laughs> if someone you know is sitting out there and being like oh I'm I really feel afraid you know to take that step out and talk to someone about mm. being lonely or you know yeah. being ac accepting about yourself and mm. and your body and mental health yeah, yeah. um well, my routine, first yeah. of all, is, um, um, well, I, I actually have a hard time staying in a routine. Um, so I'm one of those people that really has to, even though I know how good it is for me, I'm one of those that really has to, like, decide every night before I go to bed, so tomorrow I'll need to do this and this and this and really, and then really do it. And so as soon as I've done it, then I'm so happy for myself that I did it because it feels good. But that um, I get up every morning and I walk my dog. And That's here in the studio. And she's lying so here and nice. she's sleeping. So calm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and the morning walk is very important for me because I, I really enjoy it and I breathe and I get to think about everything that I need to do that day and what I'm grateful for. And I really, really try to think those things when I'm doing that walk. Um, and then I don't have breakfast. Um, so I don't eat until lunch. Um, and before that, I tend, I try only to drink water and hot water with lemon, which... So good. Yeah, feels good. Um, yeah, and then I'm off to work. And then I'm at the office. And um, if it's a day where I need to train or run, like at the moment I'm running, I do it either, like either in the morning after my morning walk, I go for a run, or in the evening uh, before I go to bed. Um, just because it feels so good before sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's my routine, I guess. Yeah. And then I, it changes every day. I yeah. mean, with uh, 
during the day what I'm doing. Yeah. Because uh, my work life is is not so normal, I think. It's, mm. yeah. Goes up and down. You're also building right now yeah, and expanding. Exactly. And I have and, days yeah. where I need to do a lot of errands and I have days where I need to be at the studio or at the office. So it changes a lot. Yeah. Nice. Um, and what was the other question? Yeah, so that was, yeah, and it was a bit tricky because it was two in one, but it was kind of um, a extension of like your advice or also, but, you know, just getting into... If you're sitting out there and you feel that maybe the same as you, it was hard to reach out to someone and you mm. also both look very beautiful, but also very strong, as you say, and independent. Mm. And I think that sometimes that's the, you know, people who need it, needs it the most. Yeah. You know, because you're so strong, you're holding yeah. everything holding in and everything carrying. Yeah. yeah. But just if, if, you know, so it's not like, a, for me, it's not like a vulnerability or a, a weakness, mm. you know, to go into that vulnerability mm. as well. Yeah. So if you're sitting out there and you yeah. feel defeated, you feel, you know, that, you know, you have pushed yourself out too much. Yeah, um, I feel yeah. like talking about yeah. it yeah. Um, makes me feel even stronger. So the more I talk about it, the stronger I feel and the more I, I learn about myself. Um, so, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset about it anymore. I'm just so happy that I can talk about it and that it happened to me that I, um, so I taught myself, uh, how to be happy again. But I think really talking about it mm. is, uh, is key. So like either you, you find a coach and I still have my coach and I still see her. So, so important, yeah. Yeah, and and um, if if anything, like I can have days, even though uh, like uh, I'm in a completely different place, I can still have days that are really hard. And then I call her up straight away, and I'm like, now I feel I have this feeling, and it's it's coming. Um, and she always makes room for me. She's like, okay, come tomorrow. Um, and and then I can just be listening to her, telling me. You know, only good things happens happens to you. You know that. Like just hearing her saying those words, it makes me feel calm. And then I'm like, yeah, that's right. So it it reminds me again, like, you know, okay, I'm not. I'm. It's not going bad for me. Like it's it's only going well. So like, relax. You don't need to be upset now. Like it's you're not on your way down. Um, yeah, I, I really, really try to remember that. But every time I feel bad, I call her. And then, or I speak to my, f like, close friends or family or, yeah. So nice. No, but it's also a big strength to reach out. Yeah, I mean, and it's so hard, especially yeah. the first time to to say out loud mm. that um, that you're upset. That's, it's, you, you're really crossing a line there. Yeah, because um, what what was the worst thing you th thought could happen when you before you decided to I th open up? I think that the, the way that people would see me, um, because I would, I felt like I was such a strong, independent type of person, um, and yeah, I, I felt I also felt like it was a bit unsexy to to be an upset person. So, I mean. Yeah, so I had a lot of thoughts about saying it out loud. 
because I, I kind of knew it for a while. Yeah. That I needed to talk about it, but I was afraid of saying it out loud. So, um, but it only made me feel much, like much better, stronger, more beautiful after I opened up and just, I mean, in the end, everyone has, has problems. Um, so, and I, and I only found out by saying it out loud that every, like everyone I talked to, everyone had something or had gone through something. Um, so we're definitely not alone with it. I mean, it, it happens to everyone, like everyone. There's no one that that's just, you know, happy, happy, happy throughout their life. Um, no, it so. makes total sense. It's just, it's got me thinking about like, is there an expectation in society, you know, as you say, yeah. also being and looking in a certain way, do you feel that? Yeah. Pressure. Def- yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. And also in the, I mean, the the, the kind of uh, circle of friends mm-hmm. um, where maybe it's at some point, it, like it was just going so well for everyone and everybody got children and they had their husbands, they got married, like every everything was just so great. <laughs> and I just felt like everything just didn't go that way for me um so um and sometimes you could feel like yeah i didn't want people to feel sorry for me uh so uh that was kind of one of the things you know within society like i just wanted to stay as that person that they saw me as um and not someone who needed help totally um, understand but also the comparison yeah know, that's another p- yeah. podcast we can <laughs> make about <laughs> what, yeah. how how do you feel that also what i know myself you know i work with health and you know there's often like you have like you know a little look out for everyone mm. but I, i think in the end you know um We, we all want to do the same. We all want to mm. help people heal yeah. and grow yeah. and yeah. get yeah. stronger and mentally, physically. But how do you handle the comparison part? Because I guess it still comes and goes, it, right? It yeah. does, yeah. yeah. Um, I I used to compare myself always, but I think changing the, like, you know, like I, I used to have uh, some thoughts about myself being like, So when I'm at this age, I need to have done this when I'm this and this, you know, like I, I had everything planned out for me. And by changing the my thoughts um, about what I need to do into um, just accepting what happens, because that's the right thing for me, um, it still comes and goes. Like I'm 35 and I don't have children. Um, and I think at some point I would like that. Um, so that's obviously, um, an issue or something that I deal with now. Um, and I don't have a boyfriend anymore. And so right now that whole sort of adventure feels really far away from me. Um, and that's something that I compare myself to as my friends and um like most of my girlfriends they have 
almost three children now. So I feel really behind to them. But um but I just need to remember that um that that life isn't the same for everyone. And um and I remember I was at this uh, lunch where a, like some girls were talking about uh being that like they they could only be happy or we could only be happy if we had children. So I felt at that point I was like, so will I never be happy? Because that like I'm so far away from it, and maybe it doesn't, it won't happen to me. And I think accepting that life can be so different from what you thought um, it should be, or it should have been. Um, yeah, that's that's a really important step as well. It makes so much sense because I've. You know, I think it, sometimes it takes a health care. Sometimes it takes, as you say, coming into rock, mm. hitting rock bottom to, you know, find your purpose and meaning mm. or just consciousness in life in a way. And I think that, um, you know, being conscious uh, and being in the present is the biggest gift you can give to yourself, but also creating meaning without attaching it to something as you mm. say you know uh, from the outside I have but you know we have all the society things and I think that um, you know it's you know the pressure is not adding to happiness at all so mm. but I think it's something uh, you know especially as women uh, we have a biolo bio biological uh, clock but also like that there is a pressure on especially with children I also meet it all the time you know sometimes it's the first question you get when you meet people like do you have children I think um, it could be nice to apply some of your consciousness you know to especially women as well in the way we uh, expect us mm. self and each other's to be you know when we are at a certain age but also you know that happiness can look so different mm. for many of us and yeah. we can never compare it yeah yeah obviously we have that clock yeah uh, and, and, it. and it's like it's something that we just cannot ignore no. so um but something that we can help with is like freeze down our eggs so the pressure goes a little bit away uh in the like right now um and that's something that i'm doing um so and step one for me it was really hard to even go to that place because i was like this is not this was not in my i mean my no one like, just my imagination in, like yeah, why yeah. why am i even here like this is not my life um but um But after, like, I went to get checked, and um, but and and just after starting, kind of getting into that journey, even that made me more relaxed and thinking, okay, well, like it'll be fine, and no stress. Um, and right now, I don't even know if I'm like it, I, I wouldn't even know if I'm ready right now, like. If I even had a boyfriend, then we like I wouldn't know if that was what I want to do right now. So, um, yeah, I think I think trying to um, accept um, that whole sort of uh, yeah, 
the things that doesn't happen in life that you want it to happen at a certain point, like accepting that that your path is different, um, and what happens happens, and that's that's what was supposed to happen. That's probably, I think, the best thing to to do. Yeah, because it's not like, you know, we see it all the time. People have life crisis, you know, mm. they've been on a certain road their whole mm. life and then they wake up and like, mm. wow, this is not my life. You yeah. know, what, how did yeah. I end well, up? Did, why did I end yeah, up here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so just, but I think that um, it's so inspiring to hear you talk about the shift, you know, and yeah. the consciousness you have now for mm. your life in the present moment. I think also yeah. like people, like people ask mm. me questions like, oh, why don't you have a point? Like you could be the best mom like why don't you have like it's the most annoying question yeah. on earth because yeah. i don't know it just didn't happen no um so if like i think another thing which is good is ignoring people's questions and expectations and only listen to yourself mm. yeah how do you do that Because I guess it's it can be hard sometimes also if someone's close to you, you know, mm. from your family or if it's someone close, yeah. I would tell them like I don't like you t- asking mm. me this or so nice. or telling them like this is actually upsetting. Like nice. hearing this yeah. makes me upset. Um, so Very please, important. can you not? Or can you think think about this the next time? Um, if it's someone who's not close to me, just you know. Whatever, whoever, I would just ignore it and maybe not even respond. I'd just laugh. Oh, you know, so they would know, like, that's a stupid question. No, I understand, <laughs> no. But it's also, okay, I will need to learn some of your, your skills. No, but I, I totally understand, you know, it's, it's, it's also hard to be, you know, you know, have those micro traumas in a way from people and then you have to be the educating one and telling people, you know what, we live in, (laughs) you know, it's not 1945, I don't need to go at home and be, you know. No, but I think it's very important to talk about. And I'm really glad you're sharing it because I think a lot of people are thinking it and, you know, being also, yeah, a little conflicted on how to approach you. And I think that if we all were curious about each other, you know, other than just the service thing with have, you know, children and a house and, you know, a mm. car and blah, blah, mm. blah, but just diving deeper into us as humans, because mm. in the end, we are all the same in a way we can mm. say, and we just all want to be safe and happy and yeah, yeah, yeah live life. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like, no, it's the conversation turned into <laughs> another. <laughs> But uh, no, I just think you have been so honest. But that I, was yeah. what it was supposed to, yes. obviously, because yeah. life happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all this about. was the way we were supposed to go, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so, definitely. Do you have, you have already mm-hmm. given us so much, Josephine. Is mm-hmm. there anything else you want to share? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I I don't know. I can share anything, but um, I feel like uh, well, I feel like I've I've said what what was on my yeah. Mind. I'm happy to hear. Yeah. No, but I think it's very nice that you specially opened up about the loneliness as well, because I think everyone is lonely in some ways. Just mm. like how do you deal with it? How yeah. do you handle it? And yeah. I think that talking about it is a big. Yeah, uh, step 
yeah, not not being too embarrassed no. to be lonely or to be upset about yourself or your body or no, like it's it's okay because it's, it's every, like so many people feel that way. They just don't talk about it. So true. And so we should all talk more about yes our shortcomings. Definitely, that's the glue. Yeah, that keep, keeps us together. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Last thing, where can we find you? If you want to, not only to talk about uh, life, but also uh, just yeah. Well, in Nordic Strong, uh, which is in Norhout in Copenhagen, um, yeah. Nice. That's where and online training you also have. Yeah, uh, we have online yeah. training. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, so it's on www.nordicstrong.com. Amazing. Um, yeah, and we have an, an app as well, training So app. cool. Yeah. I have to try that out. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. So, uh, yeah, you don't even have to have the the machine at home because you also have just uh, floor training. By the way, so yes. nice. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in and I hope you know that it resonated with just one of you. Um, thank you for taking the time and thank you Josefina for coming here and <laughs> being honest and yeah. sharing. You know, I think that's a really big help for so many people as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. Many years ago when I had a burnout and stress, I needed to uh, restore and heal my body. And one of the things I did was looking into how could I get better at also just being in stressful situations, but also dealing with stress. And what I found that was um, cold therapy and heat therapy, thermal therapy in general, can help you to restore the receptors in the brain that's yeah also expanding, but that we also use when we are stressed. So uh, in general, the nervous system and um, getting your body into a space where you actually uh, get in a fight or flight mode, Consciously, without pushing the nervous system, but actually helping it to regulate itself. And one of the things that I started doing many years ago was looking into cryotherapy, cold therapy. So that's a cold therapy, uh, cold form that's minus 110 degrees. And it's a, a cold you go into for about three or four minutes. And that's actually, you know, just those three minutes is enough to get you into the flight or fight mode that your body's closing down and it feels like that you're gonna die. But after that feeling, when you, you know, survive that treatment, uh, your body starts to create a lot of nice, happy hormones, creating energy um, and also adrenaline uh, in, and a lot of also hormones that can help you restore the body as well. So I have tried many therapy forms also in, in the in thermal uh, world, also with uh, yeah saunas. And, but I think that cryo is a habit that I have now that I do uh, almost every day. And uh, I'm really happy to um, visit Noir Beauty. Uh, I visit the studio every day. Everyone is very kind and uh, understanding of me uh, coming in sometimes um, I really like to combine the two, both with infrared sauna and cold therapy. Uh, and you feel like a, a new person when you leave. 
there. Uh, the infrared sauna is a wave that penetrates the skin and goes into the muscles and yeah, it helps it restore. So that's very nice. And, you know, it's a big part of my also mental uh, routine as it creates um, less stress in my body. It uh, helps me with uh, better sleep and it also helps me to get a nice boost of energy. So instead of, I'm not a coffee drinker, but instead of, you know, getting a little, uh, you know, matcha in the afternoon when you feel tired, I feel like that's my big pickup. And then also as I'm working out every day, it's a big part of my recovery routine as well. So it helps me restore my muscle fiber fibers even faster and um, helps me also to prevent damage in my joints or my muscle fibers as well. So it's a big part of my recovery as well. Feeling good, um, enhancing my metabolism, stabilizing my hormones, everything is great. So I can definitely um, say a big yes to Nordbjordi and also recommend it. Um, they are located at Østerbro and you can find them on Instagram and they have sponsored this episode. So I'm very grateful. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time.